0: What makes a great solar business? How can you learn from the past and prepare for the future so your solar business thrives? We set out to answer these questions and more. My name is Nigel Morris and I'm the Head of Business Development at Solar Analytics. Welcome to Great Solar Business, proudly brought to you by Solar Juice. Well hello Solar Friends and welcome back to yet another episode of Great Solar Business. This week we explore yet more secrets of how to build a great solar business in 2022. Every solar business owner understands that marketing is an essential ingredient of success. In its simplest form, marketing is what gets you sales leads, but how you deliver effective marketing. Your strategy, your plans, your tactics, and the methods you use are wide and varied. Public relations is just one of the many key elements in marketing strategies, but what is PR really? How can small businesses do it effectively? Can they even do it effectively? And what impact will it have? As a wise marketing guru said once, people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel this sim- sums up in my head the unique value of pr really nicely and to explore this topic i called on one of the best pr people i know in the solar industry one olivia smith from positive good to discuss pr versus marketing Liv, welcome to great solar business
1: thanks so much nige it's good to be here i love listening to the podcast
0: Oh, straight out <laughs> of the bat with a compliment. This is going to be fantastic. <laughs> All right, Liv. Uh, you and I have known each other for a good number of years now. But for those who don't know you, um, give us your story. Uh, you're in a PR and marketing uh, agency now, you're running your own business. But what's your background? Give us the elevator pitch. Tell us the story.
1: <laughs> the elevator pitch. Pressure. Um, <laughs> so, I, look, I think many people do uh, know me or know Positive Good. Uh, but for those who who I haven't met yet, um, I've been in the industry since about 20 20- 2013 um uh and i was working at that point i was working for enphase energy and um i stayed there for five years as their head of apac communications um it was interesting because in that five years i think i spent the first uh oh, maybe the first two years um going through about four different PR agencies. And these weren't small fry agencies. We're talking top flight, you know, global heavyweights. Yep. And I found myself, um, having to, you know, continue doing a lot of like developing a lot of the content myself because they just, there was a big sort of language barrier in terms of their energy literacy. And, um, you know, I mean, that's not why you hire a PR agency. So, um, yeah, and then I finally um, came across one that we that we loved, and my now business partner Gabriel Wong was our account director there. So um, when I left End Phase in 2018, um, I started freelancing um, and just got you know way too many clients in a very short space of time. And yeah, fast forward um, however many years. So yeah, we started Positive Good in 2018. So now we're in our fourth year.
0: Right on, right mm-hmm. on. And you guys. Specifically target the solar sector, right?
1: Specifically, well, not just solar, but renewable energy. Um, Renewables, yep. Yeah, the the homepage on our website says that we work with brands that are driving the clean energy revolution. So, you know, and nice. and I think as as that movement becomes bigger and bigger, which it is, um, thankfully. Um, we're finding ourselves working with neighbouring industries as well. So we've worked with, you know, sustainable property developers. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, and, and I guess um, any company or industry that's that's making that transition and going green, um, you know, I think, gosh, there might even be a time down the track when, and, and I was talking to someone online about this recently, that, you know, the big big oil and gas companies are also starting to invest in in renewables and, and at some I point. Sure are. Yeah, at some point we're gonna to have to take them along that journey, aren't we? Because otherwise how are we gonna decarbonize? You know?
0: That's it. That's it. Okay. So a, a, a good uh, understanding of the language that's needed, uh, some practical experience being a marketing person in a, um, you know, a top tier uh, company in end phase, and now four years under your belt, and and you know I've done a little bit of work with you uh, along the sides, as well. So let, let's dive in a little bit to get started. Let's talk about you know marketing but specifically what's the unique role of PR in marketing is is it is it an essential part of the marketing mix and and you know where does it where does it fit
1: yeah sure you know PR people think of PR traditionally just as as media outreach um or getting media coverage um and of course that's central to what PR is but really um PR is you know the, the management and maintenance of your public image at the end of the day, and so that includes that includes a number of, of things, um, not just media outreach, but um, you know uh, every touch point that that customers have with you. Um, you know, and I think look, media um, coverage is very valuable because you know people have a lot more uh, a lot more trust in what others say about you than in what you say about yourself, obviously. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I guess just to touch a little bit more on trust, you know, um, when I, where PR becomes necessary, um, is where trust and credibility are an issue. And I think everyone in our industry knows that, um, these industries had its ups and downs and, you know, um, we, and this applies to the broader energy industry as well, you know, um, we do need to build trust and credibility. Um, and so that's where PR can, can be really handy. Um, but also communications, you know, PR, it's a part of the communications, um, you know, realm, I guess. Um, and there's a need to translate complex information for people. I think that's really important. Mm -hmm. Um, and to make them care, because I think we've talked about this before, you know, Look, energy is topical right now in the media because, you know, we have um, these issues with the energy market currently, but still the everyday person doesn't really want to know, you know, much about their power bill, No, no. just what they're paying, you know, so we need yep. to make them care.
0: Yeah, got it, got it. And it's, it's interesting hearing you talk about that because, you know, talking particularly around the trust issue. Uh, and I've had a number of big whinges and dummy spits lately about the, the advertising that's, that's flooding my social media feeds. And, and, you know, that's a classic example to me of, how, of where PR can, um, can help a company because, you know, when, when you're flooded with 20, 30, 50 ads in a typical Facebook session making all sorts of claims... The value of PR in that, if I'm not mistaken, is enabling you to stand out and to um, create a perception of, of, of or not a, even a perception, but to, to tell that story that enables someone to trust you mm. more than someone else. Am I right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, I mean, you I guess you can't blame people for being, you know, sceptical. I guess um, no. they've seen what's happened in the past. Um, you know, I think the industry um, operates better now um, than it did sort of 10, 15 years ago. I think we we saw a lot more sort of cowboys, and it's a bit more structured. And there's, um, you know, you've got the associations getting on board and and um, and uh, stating, I guess, who or, or badging the the quality products and things like that. Um, but yeah, look, you've just got to think from the, the end customer's perspective, um, what process will they go through, um, to, you know, validate that you are a trustworthy, um, installer. Um,
0: yeah, cause I mean, half the battle in, in all of marketing. So, you know, there's so many disciplines to marketing and so many things that you can do, but it, but it's, it's you're kind of PR is this kind of if i'm not mistaken and i'm just i'm just winging it here uh i'm just winging it but it, to, to me pr is kind of weaving this narrative through the whole lot. And then you might, in the grander story of marketing, you might put some out on socials and some out in adverts or some on your truck or whatever else, whatever else, whatever else. But the the public relations strategy is about building that narrative that you carry through all of that, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, and it's never one, one article or one uh, blog post or right. you know, anything that will uh shift the the needle in terms of you know shifting perceptions of, of yep. your brand or, or repositioning your brand um if if you have if your brand is tarnished you know from um burning too many bridges not not paying um, your contractors or mm-hmm. um you know or, or I guess people having issues with you you know perhaps if you've disappeared in the past or whatever you are going to have a lot of work to do to turn that round, you know um so yeah but you're right building a narrative um is really really important and i'm glad you separated that from you know i guess the channel selection um and advertising because they're very distinct and if you haven't done the work on you know what your objectives are, what the real uh, problems are with with your brand, and what objections people have, and then fleshing out some messaging that's really going to resonate and be authentic and build trust and credibility. Um, that's where it starts. Um, yep. You know, building up that platform and then deciding how to get it out there.
0: Yep, yep. And and you know, I've I'm, I've seen this work in 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 so many ways, and we'll and I'm going to hit you with some some examples. Uh, or ask you to to give me some examples, but I'm thinking of of a company who I won't name, but there's a company in Queensland who are a family company and it's mu- it's multiple generations, and they I already know you doing that, yeah. <laughs> they've, they've built right, so their PR strategy is very very clear, right? Mm-hmm. Because what they've built is this narrative and this story around. Being a family business Mm -hmm. and they build trust through the experience that that's got they build um they 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 treat their staff as part of the extended family and i'm seeing them now running campaigns bringing their staff in and, and and building a story around their staff as part of the extended family so that you know that's an example of where um, either deliberately or not mm. they, they, they actually have a really really well-defined PR strategy and how they deliver it is all the channels mm-hmm. but but the strategy and the PR story that they've got is absolutely unequivocally clear
1: yeah and, and that's that, and what an opportunity they have to be able to do that um, people I mean yeah people don't uh, fall in love with brands ultimately it's 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 people that they form a connection with um, and, you know, if you know that that's a, I guess, a local family or it doesn't even have to be local, um, you know, but a, a family behind that brand, it's just, you take a totally different view and, um, you know, you, you're essentially sort of, if you, if you like them and they're out there doing the right thing and they're good people, you cheer them on and you want to give them business, you know, yeah. and you're happy to pay a bit more as well. Right. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah, and of course that's only one example, and there are lots more. But um, we'll 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 come back to this. Now, I mean, of course, I also want to jump on this um, fairly close to the front end here because, you know, we can probably agree now that PR is an essential part of the the toolbox of, mm-hmm. of marketing strategies that you need. But tell me this: when I, when most people think of PR strategies, and I hope if you're still here, I hope if you've tuned in, you're still here, and you haven't simply fallen for the trick of going look pr strategies are only for big agencies with big budgets you know how do a small how do small businesses develop effective pr strategies can they do pr effectively even if you don't have a massive budget
1: yeah yeah absolutely i mean look by definition um when you're just speaking strictly about about um about media outrage you know the, the key difference between advertising and uh and and PR um getting that coverage is that one costs money and one's free and there's a good reason for that, you know. The the interesting thing is that the free option, which is getting media coverage or editorial, um also is is far more valuable. It's harder work, but it's far more valuable, you know, you're not just submitting um, you know, uh ad creative. You're you're really thinking about what story is going to resonate, um, what story the journal wants, which sometimes it pays to actually get on the phone to your local journal and say, hey, we noticed you do a bit of writing about solar. Would you be interested in this sort of story? Um, and can we tweak it, you know, so that it would be something that you want to go ahead with? That's actually completely acceptable. And that's how you start forming a relationship with with your, you know, local journal, if that's the way you want to go. Um, but yeah, it's, we've managed campaigns from, you know, very small investments. And of course you have to be, you know, you're on a shoestring budget, um, and you have to be really creative, um, right up to, you know, the million dollar mark, which obviously you can do a lot more with, but you, you know, you can run small campaigns. You just need to make every dollar work for you for sure. Yep.
0: And I'm, and I'm thinking again while, while you're talking and trying to trying to tease out some examples in my own head so you know a, a, um you know developing a pr strategy in a small business could be about Telling stories and 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 you know particularly the great solar businesses, the good solar businesses, the, the the thousands of great people out there doing good things in their community. So it might be you know something that you've done to support a local footy team uh, yeah. that's going to resonate in a community newspaper. It might be a story about how you've helped and we heard some great ones at the Wise uh, group meeting down at the Smart Energy Conference about how um, some single mums had found their way into the solar industry and built a career. Mm. Um, so you, you there may be all sorts of stories, there are undoubtedly stories about People and interesting things that are going on with the people in your business, or the sponsorships that you're doing, or the ways that you're helping community groups, or the way that you're mm. participating in the community, or how you're donating equipment to help community organisations—whatever it may be—it's yep. it's the stories that tell something about who you are and why you're a good company to deal with. That you're looking for, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, to make people feel something. You know, um, one of the campaigns that we that we ran. Um, and it, it applied, this was one of the bigger ones, but it still applies, same sort of thing. Um, we were launching a brand into the um, SA market and um, they were, oh gosh, it's actually really hard for me to tell you without revealing who it is and I haven't spoken to them ahead of time. Um, so we actually just teased out those stories and they were so meaningful because these people had made um these are staff members um they'd been hired from the previous company that had occupied that manufacturing plant and that was a very um very big Australian brand um that SA really cared about I'm sure you're figuring all this out um and you know we told those stories and and these people had lived that that previous brand you know and that was part of their lives and and um, was really special to them. and then they made the transition and they told the story. and this why what was so important to really um, make this successful was working with um, a videographer who knows how to draw people out and to yeah. to, to, to retake if it hasn't worked. Um, and we use videographers who are absolute perfectionists in that sense um so yeah we, it just went off so well yeah.
0: beautiful and again as you as you, you said right at the beginning of that it's about getting people to feel something yeah. right that's that's the that's the magic that you're looking for here not just an ad that's trying to trick someone into buying clicking on some mm. stupid link and buying something but let's let's actually build this this feeling that people have so that when they do go to make the decision should i choose this company or should i choose that company they've got an emotional feeling that they get that gives them a sense of you know faith or trust yeah, or whatever yeah. it may be yeah yeah, yeah. we so-
1: had, I'll, I'll just quickly give you one other example Great. we had a um so it's actually a connection of mine from a previous one of my previous jobs. I used to be the marketing manager for a, um, a national children's charity. So I mean, yeah, plenty of opportunities there, as you can imagine. Um, we put solar on their rooftop. I can't remember how many kilowatts. Um, and yeah, had a every brand involved was uh, just put their product um, in the mix for free, which was fantastic. And we got lots of you know airtime from that. So. Um, you know, and that was great for everyone involved. So just another example and a smaller one that installers can kind of have a think about.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Create the feeling, create the feeling. So there's some really nice examples that we've got, um, but before we go to the break though, let me ask, let me ask you this, I mean, can you get away without a PR strategy? Is it essential or is it just a nice to have?
1: Um, I think. Look, what we all you know, most people do have heard this before, but um, you have obviously you have a public image whether you actively drive it or not. Um, at the very least, you should be aware of of where it's at, and sometimes that's a complex thing, and you need to do some market research. Um, so, look, PR is not always essential, um, but it's really helpful. It's about just understanding your objectives. Um, and you know, if you feel like you're falling short, then yeah, it's a very powerful tool to be able to use for sure.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Again, I'm going to come back. It's this, it's this, to me, it's like an overarching thing, isn't it? It's pulling all those elements together and building that overall sense of, of, of who you are,
2: mm-hmm. why
0: you do what you do, what that means to people, the feelings that it creates and, and then out of that spills ways to get those messages across right
1: Mm. and there's like at the moment as well you know we're we're in a very different kind of uh environment a purchasing environment right now than we were two years ago i think everyone knows that oh
0: yeah um
1: there's a lot of things that have changed there's a huge drive to support um, local businesses um there is a lot of um i guess scrutiny on brands that are not authentic and not doing the right thing. I mean, I've never seen so many brands called out online, you know, on social media for for not doing the right thing. It is just, Mm. you don't get away with it anymore, you know? Um, And so, yeah, that's where PR can be really powerful um, to you. I mean, you can't get around if you're doing, if you're not doing the right thing. um, It's, yeah, sure. It's a tool to be able to kind of smooth the public over. But it's much more powerful to be doing the right thing, doing great things in the community, and then use it to amplify. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. We, uh, We need to take a short break and hear a word from our sponsors.
2: Solar Juice is Australia's leading solar distributor, providing complete residential and commercial rooftop solar component solutions. SolarJuice aligns themselves with brands that share their values of service, support, quality and value for money, like their panel brands, REC, Hyundai, Trina and Longy, their inverters, SMA, Fronius and SunGro, along with the Tesla Powerwall battery. Check out solarjuice.com.au and let SolarJuice help you become a great solar business. Great Solar Business is also brought to you by Solar Analytics. From just $40 a year, Solar Analytics can help solar owners save an extra $400 by recommending the ideal energy plan. Solar Analytics, it's different. Learn more at solaranalytics.com.au.
0: All right, we're back, and please do support our sponsors. They keep the wheels turning here at GSP. The lights on, the microphone's working, and don't forget to like and share our show with your friends. Righto, uh, we're on the run to the finish line. Live. Uh, it's it's been really interesting to to get this concept, and for me, anyone with a solar business. You're doing marketing. One way or the other, you're doing marketing, and PR is a part of that. You may, in fact, already be doing some PR without even realizing it and uh, understanding a little bit more in depth about how you can leverage that, how you can maximize PR, and how you can make that a really... Um, you know, succinct uh, part of your marketing uh, activities is really, really valuable. But let's switch gears to the future now, and let's talk about how PR can be used to help solar businesses grow in twenty twenty two and beyond. Tell me, Liv, you're, you know, right on the cutting edge of, of this space and working on projects with all sorts of companies around the place. What are the, what are the hottest techniques and, and the trends that you're seeing now? What what are things that, um, that that are going to resonate with solar owners that solar businesses could explore?
2: Sure.
1: Yeah. And it's interesting because I had to think about this before the call. And, um, you know, in PR, I guess, There aren't really trends as such in terms of techniques. Um, What that changing variable is is the news cycles. You know, at the moment, obviously, energy Mm -hmm. is a very hot topic. Um, You've got a lot of things working in your favour. Obviously, you know, there are challenges in um, supply and freight and and, and costs and things like that. But aside from that, you've got, um, you know, a lot of attention on energy right now, a lot of people who are considering solar who weren't previously... Um, you know, this question about energy security as well. Um, and we've had the change of federal government. We've got state governments rolling out new programs as well. Um, so, you know, it's we're in a pretty good position. Um, so, yeah, no trends as such, but I, if I can make some recommendations to people. Um, do, please, do. On, yeah, on, on, I guess, how to approach it, how to plan for a successful 2022 and beyond. Um, I think, you know, with... Uh, solar installations, you really, and batteries, obviously, you really just need to map out the customer journey from, you know, awareness to research, to that purchase decision, and really think about, um, what are the influencing factors, you know, what process do they go through, the platforms they use, um, what search terms do they use? Because, you know, SEO, you can't ignore it. It's, it's the new yellow pages, you know, you just, you cannot ignore it. Um, And it's very powerful as well, you know, and how do they compare products? We know that there are solar quoting sites as well that they can go to and and do that. Um, what reviews do they look at? Um, what feedback do they get? Who influences their decision? Um, and then just think about all the touch points as well. So, um, what do they need proof of? What are the deal breakers and deal makers, you know, Mm -hmm. um, to, to choose you, um, and then really think about, um, how you can, how you can grease those wheels. Um, and then step two, um, I think you need to, yeah. So map out that customer journey and then look at the areas where you feel like you're lacking. Um, and there will be different tools and, um, and tactics that you can use along the way and write them all down on a piece of paper. And then that's your content plan, you know? Yep. Um, and then you can even sort of organize that into campaigns as well. Um, maybe centering around some events that are happening through the year. Um, that that's really at a very high level um, how you kind of attack that that strategy. And then to get those messages out as well, you need to think about your audience media habits. Um, you know, and we'll talk about this a bit more later on um, when we touch on social media. Uh, but that's really important. So you know, picking those channels and then just crafting the content to get out, you know, and I'd say this, if I could make one recommendation, use professionals. Um, you don't think you need a copywriter. Sure. You can do it without, but it's, it's obvious. I think to the, to the, the viewer, Um, you just, you know, you can really knock it out of the park if you use a a professional copywriter. And if you're doing something like video, same thing. Um, just know when it's appropriate to shoot it yourself
0: and when it's better just to get a professional in. Yeah. 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 So I mean that's a great wrap actually which kind of leads to you know we've got the conference season on us now and I was thinking you know if you got a you got a bunch of solar retailers in a room what are the top 3 things that you'd say to them that you absolutely have to do to 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 get PR working for them but I think that's a beautiful summary to me unless you've got and you know what what's you know I mean I think Maybe, maybe I can try and answer this myself, but I think one of the first things that, that, that solar businesses have to do is just understand PR's role in the marketing mix, right? That's the first thing is just go, you know, we need to know how we're going to craft this this feel, this look, this story, and and then everything else falls out of it. But uh, are there, you know, when, if if someone bails you up at a conference and says, well, what do I need to do? What's, what's, what's the, what's the key thing I need to do? How are you going to respond to that, Liv? What are you going to say to them?
1: Yep. Um, Definitely. The first thing is just knowing your objectives because uh, honestly, most people haven't clearly defined them. Um, You know, look at where you're falling down in that purchase process. Um, that's got to be your objective.
0: Right. So that's coming back to the journey map that you talked about. So what's yeah. what's my customer experiencing along the way and what are the bits that are working well or not working yeah,
1: well? Yeah, right? yeah. Do yep. they need to yep. see yep. case studies? Do they need to see yep. testimonials? Um, yep. Maybe it's like, you know, focusing on user-generated content. You um, So, you know, in social media or, you know, just featuring those stories from from um, customers, past customers. Um You know, I think probably the biggest thing I say this to all installers, probably the biggest opportunity for installers is to partner up, um, for a bigger story. So go Uh upstream, speak to your wholesaler and get connected with your manufacturers. If you can piggyback on a campaign that someone else is paying for, you're going to win big. So, you know, um, if there's a big product launch coming out and you've been installing that brand for a long time, you know and if you're a solid installer as well you've got to be the right candidate you can't be you know some cowboy um then you know just put your hand up because i'll tell you something we work with manufacturers mostly and they are all looking for installers all of them you know yep. they they as in installers that they can put on a pedestal and say you know check out what they're doing um so That's-
0: it's so true you know and i'm thinking again and i'm thinking out loud here but you know we we do a lot of pilot testing uh, at solar analytics and um we we always encourage our installers you know they're going through a bit of a pain doing pilot testing for us and testing out new uh, new bits of software or new techniques for bringing stuff on board and there is a wonderful opportunity uh, once that product actually comes out to market, when we get beyond the pilot stage, for them to lean on that as part of a story and say, we actually helped develop this. Yeah. We, we were part of the process to iron out the bugs, to test this out. Here are some of the things that we learned. And now, now that it's launched, this is why we're so confident in it because we've... We actually went through this. And so, again, you're creating a feeling and you're creating a story. And I'm with you. We're always looking for opportunities, not just to, you know, sell more stuff. That's great. But we're also looking for opportunities and to create opportunities for our retailers to to leverage off the, the hard work that they undertake in partnership with us, too. Yeah, yeah awesome. All right, and uh, last one to finish off because we we're, we're uh, well and truly out of time. <laughs> A broader question on that on the whole topic of marketing, you know, um, in the coming years, you know, what do you think is going to change around marketing a bit more broadly? You know, where where do you think solar businesses need to start uh, focusing more or less? Uh, I'll give you an example. You know, the whole Facebook thing—it it drives me absolutely crazy, but I can't look away. I just, <laughs> just can't look away, and and it keeps bringing me back. It's and its reach is just phenomenal yeah. um, but over time it, it, it's irritating me more and more and more uh, you know so you know on Facebook or any other example that you've got what what do you think we're going to see decline and and you know what do you see starting to starting to emerge and rise that that uh, solar retailers need to pay attention to mm,
1: um, look <laughs> I've seen your rants on Facebook by the way <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, look, uh, trends I think can be deceiving. Um, look, I was, I was going to say not to really worry about TikTok at this point. And you don't look, it's not a platform that is currently huge. Um, in, I guess in that older, um, demographic, um, of people who would be considering buying solar, um, but they have had exponential growth. like. Yes. Unbelievable. Um, so definitely keep an eye on it. Um, the thing that it is really good for is that it's almost like I see it as a video version of, um, of Pinterest, you know, uh-huh. so, so, you know, people can browse through and you can search any topic, you know, um, I wasn't going to give it time of day until I thought, oh, I might log well on and see, you know, just search like home improvement or, and then it would just serve me up home improvement stuff. or. Um, you know and it, it does have solar as a topic so you can have a look at what's there, but it gives you a chance to educate people in a really passive environment because it's very relaxed, it's very playful. Um, and they're longer form videos that you can um, you know, um, I guess immerse someone in the experience of a product or the process of, of something um, wi- without, uh, when they're in a bit of a passive state. So, yeah, that's one thing. But definitely Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, um, the Google Display Network for advertising as well, um, and Google Reviews, really important. Mm -hmm. Um, Facebook groups are the best. Um, My community groups are really active. Um, I'm in the St Kilda, Elwood area, very, very active. And they will actually allow people, as long as they've been engaged in the past and they're not a stranger and then they suddenly you know, log on and and start trying to sell something, they will allow you to say, hey, guys, you know, like you could go on and say as an installer, you could go on and say, hey, I'm thinking about running an information night about solar and batteries. Who'd be interested if I did that? And everyone would respond, (laughs) you know? Um, So just focus on that visibility within your catchment area. Um, You know, think about who you could partner with or what installation you could do that would be really visible in the local area. Um, we've got a local, um, um, bakery called Elwood Sourdough. The entire community walks their kids to school past this bakery. Cause it's in a house, they've got solar on the roof. They don't have batteries, bakeries need batteries, <laughs> bakeries need batteries. <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's an opportunity to educate the community. Schools as well, partner with schools, you can reach families. It's a fantastic idea. Those are just a few ideas for everyone
0: anyway. <laughs> I love it I love it and 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 I think you said it very early on and I think it's coming through in a lot of what you're saying it's about authenticity right it's mm. it's you know you're either you've either got to beat uh, the 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 attention grabbing deceptive advertisements that just are clickbait um, you've either got to beat them with money and volume uh, to try and get those sales leads or you've got to do something different and what PR can help you do is Is get something different and create a story with feels uh, and and a story that's authentic. And, um, you know, every time I've ever worked with a solar business in in 30 years, there's there's plenty of stories there. All you got to do is dig for them. Mm, You bet. Yeah. Beautiful, Liv. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. But sadly, we are out of time. Thanks so much for joining us.
1: Not a worry. Thank you. And I could just, if I could just quickly say, um, if people, if people want to follow Positive Good on um, LinkedIn or Facebook or Twitter, we're going to be announcing a, um, I guess, a package of services that will make it much easier for installers to be able to use our services. Ooh. So, yeah, we'll be announcing that. Are you soon.
0: dropping a launch on me? You're dropping bit. a little launch of something. No. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So I wish it was ready to go right now. But we'll just, um, yeah, if if installers would like to know more, just follow us on social and um, we'll be announcing it on there.
0: That's a great tip uh, for everyone out there. You know, if you're a solar retailer, there aren't many companies out there. In fact, I think Positive Good would be one of the few who specialise in this space. So uh, do uh, watch what's coming up soon. Well, friends, that's a wrap. My name is Nigel Morris. I'm Head of Business Development at Solar Analytics. I hope you picked up some tips on how to build a great solar business, and I will talk to you again soon.
2: Great Solar Business was brought to you by SolarJuice, Australia's leading solar distributor. SolarJuice aligns themselves with brands that share their values of service, support, quality, and value for money. Check out solarjuice.com.au And let Solar Juice help you become a great solar business. Great Solar Business was also brought to you by Solar Analytics. You can now offer Solar Analytics from just $40 per year by connecting it directly to Fronius and Sungrow inverters. No additional hardware required, just extra value. Solar Analytics, it's different. Learn more at solaranalytics.com.au.